Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Thank you for joining us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So we're staring down the barrel of quite a busy week, I think, with a lot of data coming up. So without further ado, can you tell us what you've got your eye on in the week ahead? Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. So after a slow couple of weeks, as far as first tier data is concerned, next week gets a little bit more interesting with a concentration of data and events sandwiched between the May Day and Coronation Bank holidays. Firstly, we take a close look at the data prints. US ISM data for April comes in two parts next week, manufacturing on Monday and services on Wednesday. PMI equivalents with variable correlations showed a bounce in activity, so markets will be closely watching for corroboration or otherwise. In Europe, we get the April flash CPI data, possibly tipping the balance for the ECB between 25 or 50 basis points at their meeting next week. A slight bounce in some of the member states' inflation prints this week, so maybe erring towards the top side. Perhaps the biggest data focus of the week, however, will be on Friday's non-farm payroll print. Expectations are for 170,000 headline payroll gain, with the unemployment rate ticking up to 3.6% and average hourly earnings unchanged at 4.2%. Plenty to keep us entertained amid plenty of developed market central bank focus next week. Secondly, we focus on that central bank action in developed markets. The RBA on Tuesday are expected to leave rates unchanged at 3.6% as signs that tight monetary policy is beginning to damp consumption and that inflation has peaked after some significant volatility around the turn of the year and the RBA is certainly more attuned to the lagged effects of previous cumulative rate hikes. More significantly, and with a greater degree of uncertainty, the ECB looks set to hike rates for an eighth consecutive meeting as core inflation shows no clear signs of peaking, unless Tuesday's print surprises, that is. The question remains, however, what is the appropriate policy increment? Is it 25 or is it 50? Markets are split with current pricing in around 30 basis points. The case may be decided by the Governing Council discussions about the appropriate pace of QT going forward, a 50 basis point move may be accompanied by a QT remaining at the 15 billion euros per month. Already decided, 25 basis points may elicit a bigger quantitative tightening. Terminal rate pricing in Europe is close to 4%, so even if we get a 50, it's unlikely the ECB signal an end. June, July and even September still remaining live. The ECB will be very closely watched. Then finally, the big focus of the week, however, will likely be the FOMC meeting on Wednesday. Markets are pricing around 22 basis points and there is little doubt about the active Fed policy increment. As we discussed in this week's blog, the case for any further rate hikes is not clear to us as supply and demand show closer balance in goods and in labour markets. But it seems unlikely that the Fed will disappoint such clear market expectations at this late stage. We maintain the core macro view that inflation will drop significantly through the rest of 2023 as this rebalancing of supply and demand plays out. Real rates too high for an economy with falling aggregate demand. In many ways, the press conference will be more important as we feel the current level of uncertainty around the bank credit suggests that the Fed could, or should in our view, refrain from signalling any further rate hikes. The significance of the Fed effectively announcing they are done should not be underestimated and it is relevant for all asset classes. And on that basis, Wednesday's Fed really is essential viewing. Essential viewing indeed. 
And talking of which, it's almost the weekend. So what do you have your eye on? Absolutely. Yes. Thanks, Matt. Long weekend in the UK with the May Day bank holiday, the first of three four-day weeks in May with King Charles III's coronation and the spring bank holidays on the 8th and 29th. Plenty of sport to help us pass the time. Premiership football is back. Now that the title appears to be decided, there is plenty of action at the bottom with West Ham, Southampton, Bournemouth, Forest, Leeds, Leicester and Everton all in action and in danger, all seeking to avoid the most expensive league positions in world football. Formula One is back with the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. After almost four weeks out, we'll be watching the pack very closely to see if they have made up any ground on the Red Bulls. And at a slightly slower pace, World Championship snooker concludes from the Crucible. But for me, the highlight of the weekend might be the weather. With the sun threatening to make an appearance, it might just be possible to dust off the barbecue. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Thank you again for joining us and for outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. I look forward to catching up with you again in two weeks' time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.